the Leadership Line, a podcast that covers everyday work issues. From dealing with jerks at work to feeling burnt out, Tammy and Scott's experience, along with their different perspectives, help listeners grow, examine realistic options and alternatives, and identify those actionable solutions to the tough issues we face every day at work. All right, Courtney, I'm going to do something unusual because I just can't stand it. Scott, you have left me for an entire week and I do not know the story about prison or jail and I can't take it anymore. So we're not going to ask our typical opening question. You are going to tell the story. What the heck? Uh, well, I I don't. Well, I don't know why you're so anxious about it. Are you worried? Excuse me? I've known you for 14 years and we didn't know that you went to jail or was it prison or even what the difference is? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I've been to both. (laughs) And I wish you could see Courtney's face right now. (laughs) Who am I working for? What's going on? Think of so are you a felon? Now that's an unfair question. <laughs> I am not a felon. Um, so you know, it is a fun story to tell for those who don't know me, or even if some people who do, um, even sometimes I'll have fun and I'll say, Oh, yes, I've been fingerprinted like six times. Wow. Now, some of those are for good reasons, like jobs and, and security, and some of those are for fun reasons. <laughs> um, fun as in and the, difference, and, and the difference between jail and prison is really, you know, most things you see on TV and the movies is prison. Most of the, you know, orange is the new black. That's prison. Jail is like, hey, you got picked up by your local city or county. Barney Fife. Oh, Scott, that that's is jail. very, very old. <laughs> Many people Andy have Griffith no idea who Barney the, is. On the Andy Griffith show. If you remember the uh, the old drunk who would go sleep. In, in in the jail every night. That's jail. That's the difference. So yeah. So um, my time in prison was for fun. How do you go to prison for fun? Oh, it was great. So when, when I was in graduate school in Illinois, I played and coached on the soccer club. And one of the things that the state of Illinois does in some of their prisons, and this was actually in DeCoin, Illinois, was they would host a soccer game or a soccer tournament with people uh, in prison and they would invite local teams to come and compete. And so you would go and you would get in your uniform and the only thing you could take in, couldn't take any bags or anything else. So you would get fully dressed up in your uniform and your gear. And then you would go through uh, the fishbowl or lockdown and all your stuff, keys and everything would sit on the other side. And then you would go into the prison yard and you would play and there would be barbecue and there would be camaraderie and all kinds of fun and with, it was, with the prisoners, with the prisoners. So yes, we would play in the middle of the prison with the guard towers and the, and the snipers and, and you would play to me. What, what gave me comfort was number one, it was a minimum security okay. prison anyway. Number one. Number two is they all enjoyed it. So they're not going to do something foolish to lose the privilege because if something went wrong, everyone would lose that privilege. So Scott, no, who is going to go against the grain? Scott, that is such, I mean, that's such an interesting experience, right? 
So I, I did not expect this story. So I, I kind of love that you're telling it, but this piece. All right. So to the actually to go to those bad people, quote unquote, you know, I'm using that term very loosely in this spot and you found out they were human beings. Like, tell me like the biggest learning lesson for you. Cause this happened when you were a young man. Yeah. I Fast mean, forward, I, I what's the 20, learning lesson? 25, 26. The, I think the two things. Um, one is I can remember, and again, I'm a big guy. Okay. You are. I'm tall and I'm also wide. And even in, even in my, you know, when I was a little more physically fit or a lot more physically fit, um, I was still a big and wide guy. And I can remember, um, I'm rather competitive when I play and Mm -hmm. I can remember a moment where me and another Another guy, we were playing one of the one of the prison teams. We went and, uh, you know, in, in soccer, you can, there's some amount of physical contact. And um, I knocked him down pretty handsomely. You knocked and, a prisoner down? Yes. So, and not, not, not cheap, just we both went for the ball. And I, one, got there first and two, um, used my body in a, in a way that you do in soccer. You and checked him. He um, and he he may have fallen maybe a, a little distance away from me. And <laughs> what I heard from the sidelines was, ooh, which then immediately made me remember like, oh, yeah, I, I'm in a place. <laughs> <laughs> and I and, might be big and I might be wide. And <laughs> and the way everyone reacted was this is someone important. I looked down and he's looking up at me and he just gets this big grin on his face and he gets up and he pats me and he says something in Spanish that roughly translated was like, good one, big boy. And we <laughs> laughed about it. To me, the learning lesson was one, where are you? And understanding how hard do you need to go and what's appropriate based on where you are. Uh, and the yep. second thing is perceptions about people. You need to take time to think. And what does it mean? Doesn't matter. You're a felon. You're not a felon. What does it really mean? You were in prison, you were in jail, any of those things. People change, people make mistakes, people happen to be in the wrong place at the wrong time, any of those things. To me, those are the two learning lessons. Whether you're looking at talent and looking at someone's resume, or you do a background check and what's reasonable, be thoughtful about what those policies and rules are. But the second thing is, as a leader, when someone trips and falls or someone makes an error, did they really do it on purpose? Did they really premeditate making that error? You have to work to slow the thoughts down in your brain to say, what's really going on? What's the message? What's the, I need to think, what do I own of that? What do they need to own in that? What do we need to talk about? You know, Scott, honestly, I love that piece. Um, you know, I have a very, very, very good friend named Johnny who spent a little bit of time in a federal prison because he was young and stupid and he got himself involved in uh, drugs in a way that, you know, that's just not okay. And did he deserve to spend some time in there? Absolutely. Okay. But here's the piece. Johnny is a gem of a human being. He is one of the gentlest, kindest individual I've ever known. And he would take the shirt off of his back. I think we sometimes forget that every single one of us screws up. Sometimes it's bigger than, you know, over here, this person's bigger than over there. But the fact of the matter is, 
if you judged me on my worst days, maybe I haven't done anything that deserves to go to prison, but it's just not pretty. Okay. I've made some pretty big, huge mistakes. And honestly, this piece about allowing people to learn from those mistakes, extend grace, and still have opportunity. I think sometimes we judge and hold on to things too long and we don't extend that spot of grace, yet you and I want it, right? So that's amazing that you got to meet a group of men who, okay, they made some big mistakes. It doesn't mean that they're terrible human beings. It's a real big difference. Yeah. And and I mean, it was a lot of fun, something I looked forward to doing every year. <laughs> I'm sorry. I wish I had known you then. I wish I had a video of this. Just I actually simply. wish I could have had. Yeah, I wish I would have had a video of my my one encounter with Hefe. <laughs> <laughs> and also knowing like who was Hefe and why was yeah. he so important. Scott, do you still push down bosses occasionally? Sometimes when they need it, you have to. <laughs> <laughs> and admittedly, sometimes we all need it. <laughs> That wraps up this week's episode of The Leadership Line. As always, we love hearing from you guys. So please reach out to us in the emails provided in this podcast description box. We will see you next week. Thanks for tuning in.